Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. This is DJ Sam. And this is Kia. Welcome. Well, welcome too. It's Wednesday. Any tip? Yes, we do have a wedding tip Wednesday that I'd like to tell folks about. You can join us on the Be Engaged and Inspired Facebook group page. Mm -hmm. And on that page every Wednesday, we have a little tip. And today's tip is make sure all your vendors have a phone number to contact you. And on that phone number, make sure you clear the mailbox the week of your wedding reception so that the mailbox is not full (laughs) and that your vendors can't get in touch with you. Or they could just call your planner. Yes, if they have a planner, they can call. But if they don't have a planner like my client that did this to me, you have to send them email with big cap letters. Please. Your voicemail box is full. full. Yep. <laughs> pretty good at keeping mine pretty empty. So we have guests that you know. Yes, I know John, and he has brought along uh, a friend, Mike. And uh, John Oliveri is into real estate. So yes, I am. A little chat. So introduce yourself. John, well, there's John. Say hi. Hello. And there's Mike. Hi. So now we got their voices on tape. Mm-hmm. We can figure this out. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I own a real estate company by the name of Property Works New England. Uh, I've been doing this for 27 years. Wow. Uh, I decided to break off on my own about five years ago. And from that time, we've built a pretty successful small company that deals pretty much with every facet of the real estate company. Okay. Real okay. estate world. And he's only 22. Wow. Sure. Started very young. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike, you are a agent. Yeah, I'm a realtor for John. Um, and I've been with John for five years now. And huh? uh, John's been showing me the ropes ever since. Good. So obviously, what's the easiest place where people can find you? Online, Instagram, what? Well, we have a webpage, PropertyWorksNewEngland.com. Mm-hmm. .com. We also, you can also reach us at 860-414-4023. We are located in Rocky Hill at 2264 Silas Dean Highway. Oh, cool. Do you have any social media things that people could look up to? Yeah. We actually, <laughs> it points to Mike. <laughs> yeah, we okay. actually have a Facebook page, Property Works New England. Uh, as for, we also have an Instagram also, uh, Property Works CT. Perfect. So now you're probably wondering, why on earth on a wedding podcast would you have real estate people? I'm not wondering. Because well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> because the biggest purchase that most engaged couples or newlyweds make is a home purchasing a home yep (laughs) so it's not that far stretched why we should have them here no and definitely now i know as a wedding planner we have couples who sometimes during the wedding process are also in the process of house hunting and typically how long does it take for people to house hunt and find that perfect dream home or starter home oh yeah well, it, it definitely varies. I, the, the first step for a home buyer would definitely be to talk to a loan officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to know what you're qualified for before you be, begin looking. That's that's step one. Yes. Once you determine that, because they tell you you can buy a house for a million dollars, that doesn't mean that's what you want to do. <laughs> you want to determine what you can afford, where you feel comfortable. Once you determine that, the next step is definitely to determine 
what you want in a home. What are your must wants? Those things you have to have no matter what. Well, is there a formula? I mean, because as you said, if you qualify to buy a million dollar house, um, some uh, millennials may think, well, I'm going to go and buy a million dollar house. There's got to be some criteria on how you can afford that. Well, it's based on your income and your debt. Okay. But we have such a large foreclosure crisis because you you often don't think, can I really afford that? Yes, I see this big, beautiful home and I want it, but is it something I can afford? You definitely want to get into something that's affordable to you, especially when you're getting married. Many expenses are going to hit you. And you also may not know what life's going to throw at you. If you're going to have kids, if you're going to have twins, triplets, any of those things. So those types of decisions, you should really be looking for a house that's going to have maybe a little bit of room to grow, but not something like, comfortable comfortable yeah and you know that mike you just had a child <laughs> yeah i just had a kid and and i i will say my expenses went up significantly so. <laughs> be ready be ready and they'll only keep going up yes <laughs> but those are the things that if you're so basically if they come back to you and say that you could buy a million dollar house because of your income and stuff like that you should probably be looking at something that's maybe half a million <laughs> it, it all depends it, every circumstance is different it did you just buy a large purchase with a car or any other large purchase. Mm-hmm. If you have other large expenses, you got to keep that in mind. Yep. Don't overdo it. There's there's always time to grow. Your first home over, over, over your life, you're definitely going to upgrade. So, But it's called a starter home. It's right? a starter home. <laughs> it's a starter home. Get in, be comfortable, enjoy life. And make sure that you can afford that monthly payment. Correct. Exactly. I think you think it's really important to discuss with the mortgage officer what your monthly payments are going to look like. Because a lot of people, they go way overboard and then they spend all their earnings just to pay the mortgage. Mm -hmm. And that's not where most people want to be. And when you're looking at purchasing and knowing what that monthly rate is, do a lot of mortgage people also include like taxes and insurance into that monthly cost? Or is that an additional thing that you have to think of? Uh, They do. They'll typically give you a payment an approximate payment because every home taxes can be different. Yep. Insurance yep. can be different. They'll give you an approximate cost of what your payments would be all encompassing. Okay. Good to know. Because I don't think that's something that people think about. Oh, absolutely. I, with with our mortgage, when we started first, we were lucky that everything was included. So mm-hmm. it was just one payment we had to think about. But you have utilities you got to worry you about. Got, exactly. Ah, who here. needs utilities? Yeah. Who Come needs on. heat? Yeah. Who needs heat? It's just New England. Extra blanket. <laughs> <laughs> that, you're newlyweds. You're supposed to snuggle and you're going to be totally That's fine. That's right. That's right. Save on utilities. Yes. <laughs> And mac and cheese is very affordable as well. So for yes. a little while, and ramen noodles. There you go. Yeah. Go back <laughs> to co- go back to college life of eating. That's like that's, right. That can that's happen. right. But you'll have your beautiful house. Yes. Once couples have gone through the mortgage process of it, what's the next process? Say that they're still engaged, but they're not married yet. You can start looking. You can start to see what determine what neighborhoods you want to be in. That's extremely important. You got to learn about school systems, uh, learn about the economy within in, in the town. Feel comfortable. Like when you're basically sitting down with a couple and they're saying like, we do want to have children in the future. So obviously then you're going to ask them about like at least recommend school systems and things like that. Um, what else should they be taking into consideration? Uh, sometimes people are concerned about crime. Typically we will advise them to call the local police departments because every, every neighborhood is different. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll point them that way. And the police are usually pretty good and we'll give them pretty good uh, idea if, if the neighborhoods are safe or if they're not. Right now, is there any problem going in if you're engaged or is it preferred to purchase a house after you're married? Well, uh, many people like to start their lives off with their new house. So most people we work with do look while they're engaged. So then that means both their names go... On the mortgage. On the mortgage. So it's not a Mr. and Mrs. type of thing. Then they're both... 
or they can. How does that work? Um, both would go on unless they chose to keep it in only one name. Sometimes one of the two could have credit issues, so you, yeah. you may have to keep it in only one name. But there are some great advantages. There's many great first-time homebuyer programs out there. So uh, depending on income, there's there's other reasons why you would sometimes only keep it in one name so you don't go over income guidelines to qualify for some of the programs. Oh, so what are some of those programs? One of the big ones first-time homebuyers use is what they call a CHFA DAP program. These are typically buyers who don't have a down payment. Okay. Uh, so this type of mortgage will give you 100% financing, basically, uh, wow. with lower than normal market rates for interest rates. Yeah, because sometimes I know couples are spending a lot of money on wedding planning and sort of not necessarily thinking it all the way through. And, right. and then the idea of putting another amount of money down as a deposit this is why sometimes when uh, couples say like, oh, my parents offered to either help with the wedding or help with the deposit. Yeah, go I, for the deposit. Go for the deposit. House. Yeah. One of the great <laughs> things about now is rates have really drastically declined. Okay. Uh, average 30-year rates now are hovering high threes, mid to high threes, wow. which is great. Only a few months ago, they were up around five. So there's actually people talking about refinancing already, even though it's such a short period of time. But the trends tend to be... Uh, Projections are we're supposed to have a recession next year. So projections are we're supposed to have all-time lows with mortgage rates next year. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. they're projecting them to drop another half a percent. Well, I, I want to give a little perspective. When I got my mortgage, 9%. <laughs> and that was considered good. That was a deal, yeah. yeah. That was a deal at 9%. So you have done this thing called refinancing? Many, <laughs> many. <laughs> yeah. So can you explain what refinancing is just in case somebody doesn't know? Yeah, well, when you refinance, you base, if there's lower rates, rates out there, you basically go and you're almost applying for a new loan, but you're just lowering your interest rates. Great way to save a lot of costs. And you save a lot of monthly uh, payments, Mm -hmm. a lot of money there. That's a great thing. So like Mike, when you walk a couple through, how long does like, how much time should they sort of expect to spend at a prospective location? You mean physically there? Yes, physically there. Okay. I mean, everyone, everyone varies, but typically I would say I, we a lot, usually about a half hour. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, especially uh, if we're going to be seeing other homes as well. So we want to make sure we make our other appointments on time. That makes sense. So w- what's the best way of seeing the homes though? Mm-hmm. I've seen Zillow and or just driving by. A lot of my clients, they actually like to drive by first okay. so they can see the actual <laughs> neighborhood. Because mm-hmm. there's also been a lot of cases where I've been showing houses. I mean, everything looks great on the inside and the outside. But as we drove to the property, the neighborhood's not what they expected, expected to yep. be. So sometimes we don't even go inside. So we just we yep. see the neighborhood and then we're just on to the next property. So seeing it on Zillow is not the preferred way then. You can do no, your research you, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can only find out so much from Zillow. But yeah. then when you physically see the property, you know things might change. Because honestly, sometimes photos are very deceiving as well. They can. Oh, we, Photoshop. We know that. Yeah. Photoshop, yeah. you know, or with like a fisheye lens to make the room look significantly <laughs> bigger. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And we'll, we'll help try to pinpoint homes for that buyer. They'll come to us and tell us exactly what they're looking for. We want to have four bedrooms. We want to have three bathrooms. So we'll set up search criteria within our multiple listing service. Mm -hmm. And as new homes come on the market, they will get emailed immediately with these properties. And uh, yeah, they do the drive-bys. And if if it's something of interest, we take them in. So when you enter into the house, what's like the first thing you tell a couple to look for? 
we usually walk through the exterior first, mm-hmm. see if everything checks out, but then interior, make sure that they just have meet their checklists. Because when, when I do speak to my clients, they do let me know what criteria that they have in the home. So I am also keeping my eye open to make sure that this house meets their their criteria. So if it's missing, like, let's say, granite countertops, but everything else fits it. Like, that's obviously something you would point out to them right away, but it's something that they can... They can upgrade. They can upgrade. Absolutely. And go down the road and... Once you've done everything else, sometimes living with something that you don't necessarily like also teaches you, hey, Absolutely. I want to actually like fully change the kitchen, not just the countertops. And if, if it's the per- perfect home, over time you can upgrade it. Yes. So it, it may be the way to start. And if you have those dual vanities or in the bathroom or even separate yes. bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, anything cosmetic you can definitely definitely upgrade, but but there are some stuff you can't fix, such as let's say the layout of the house or the general size of the house. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, those, those are things that you really can't do too, too much about. Cheaply, anyway. Yeah, cheaply. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not going to take a very time-consuming exactly. amount of, a time-consuming part of your life to sort of say, like, hey, let's start renovating. Because you don't want to start renovating right when you move in. So we'll be right back because we're going to talk a little bit more about things that you should think about when you're going to go purchase your first home. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a wedding experience like no other in Connecticut? The Inn at Mount Pleasant, situated in Torrington, is the perfect New England setting. Their historic barn and classic bed and breakfast provides you with a full wedding weekend. Custom farm tables, bistro lighting, chandeliers, and fire pits are just a few amenities. Find us at engagedct.com. This is John Oliveri from Property Works New England. If you're looking to be a first time home buyer, downsize, or want to upgrade to a larger home, then Property Works New England is here to help. Contact me today at 860-414-4023. Thank you for making Barabalt Jewelers your wedding jewelry destination. From your engagement to wedding day, we've got you covered with engagement rings, wedding bands, and wedding party gift ideas. We welcome you to make an appointment and visit our styling lounge in our store. Barabalt Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook or at barabaltjewelers.com. This is Mary Carlson from MJ Decorations, and you're listening to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. Listen and download on iTunes or Google Podcasts. Atmosphere Productions. Live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booth. When your wedding entertainment has to have the amazing music be fun, organized, and unforgettable, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booth. Atmosphere Productions. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. So we were discussing first-time home buyers and some of the same things that happens when you're wedding planning. If you don't share what you want or if you maybe you don't necessarily agree with your future partner, what you need, um, it can be a little bit difficult to find the perfect house. And so I'm sure there's this wonderful word called compromise that has to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. So what what else should couples sort of when they're 
going to go look at houses or they're having an open mind to it, what else should they be sort of expecting when you have these two personalities and these two lives melding together into one home? Like you said, you have to come to a compromise. I would say, uh, in my experiences, when, when I looked at houses, usually the woman is definitely bigger on the kitchen and the bathroom. Um, in general, I mean, men have their criteria too, but usually, in my experiences, I feel the woman has a little more pull, I, <laughs> I guess you can say. So, you know, like they say, happy wife, happy life. You, yes. You've learned so, well. Right? Yes. You've learned very well. <laughs> Your wife will be happy. <laughs> so now that they've they've gone through the house, they've started to look at it, What if they fall in love with it, what's sort of the next process for them? All right, so if they fall in love with the house, then what we would go um, forward with is the offer. Mm-hmm. So we put in an offer that my clients would make sense for them. So they would talk to the mortgage officers and they would, so they would, can understand what their monthly payment would be mm-hmm. for that particular house. Because at that point, the mortgage office will know what house they're applying for and how much the taxes are also. Okay. So they'll be able to narrow down a little bit more accurately on their monthly payments. Um, and then we submit the offer along with the pre-approval letter that the loan officer provides them. Um, and then at that point, we wait to hear back. <laughs> so, so do you work for the buyer or the seller then? In this case, I'm speaking, I'm representing the buyer. Okay. So we'll, we'll typically do a market analysis for the buyer also just to make sure that they're paying where they should be paying. They're not overpaying for the property because working for the buyer, we're trying to get them the best deal we can. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And you also want the property to appraise also because if you were to offer too much on a property and they're using um, um, a loan, uh, sometimes they won't even pass the appraisal if you're offering too much more than what the market is really which means you won't get the financing yeah. yes yep. you also don't want to lowball the offer and insult the buyer I mean insult the seller yeah, that can go bad too yeah sometimes you won't even get a response <laughs> and we get many instances where the property is priced right so you get into a multiple offer situation which always works in favor of the seller mm-hmm but then in that type of thing, does it sort of can result in like a bidding war type of thing? It absolutely can. Absolutely, absolutely can. And that can be hard if you're a first time couple. That can be very stressful. It right. can be very stressful. And you could lose out on a few homes before you, you find that home. I, I think brides and the couples that watch these home TV uh, shows, um, I, and I admit it, I, I watch them too. But you know that they're not being re- realistic. I, well, I know. <laughs> I know that I've been on one of these uh, wedding reality shows and it, it's not the way it's uh, it's filmed. So does that affect the two of you when you go either show or they go out apply a, a mortgage? Do they have this attitude that things just happen so quickly? I believe in some cases, yes, that, that does happen. Some of these shows you see three houses and you're going to get one of them, but that's, <laughs> that's not always the case here. We'll, we'll take our time with buyers. First time home buyers need a little bit. This is the first time they're doing it, so we'll, we'll take as much time as needed. We, we are a low-pressure company. We're not pushing anybody to buy a specific house. We want that home buyer to be happy and recommend us to other future buyers, and yep. yeah. that's what we built our business on. Now, knowing that you know TV isn't always correct and stuff, so once they've sent in their offer, the offer's been accepted, you're moving on to the next stage, what is the next stage for the couple? Uh, the next stage would be to schedule the home inspection, actually. Uh, you want to get a licensed home inspector in there just to inspect pretty much all the mechanicals and uh, just the actual uh, everything in the house. Furnace, the electrical, the roof. Yep. That type of stuff. Yep, and then uh, if there are any any real red flags we can uh, draft up an addendum to have request that the seller do certain repairs 
and sometimes that might be a back and forth thing as well but then you're but sometimes you do end up with a happy medium as well though okay that the seller would agree to fix this and this yep but not that <laughs> yep or sometimes they can provide a, a concession to the buyer as well yeah. which means they can either do a price reduction or in, in most cases they'll give a credit towards closing costs as well because yeah. as you know uh, when you buy a house it's not just the down payment there are closing costs associated with closing on a house as well so that's something that people don't often think about too that they need to have money set aside for that yeah. part of it and how much is that typically each house is different i understand each, that each house is each house is different <laughs> um yeah that would be uh unpaid uh oh no that would just be prorated taxes insurance and, and your loan officer will go through all of that with you okay. prior to you looking so you, you'll you'll be prepared good to just know that off the bat that yes. that is something that's gonna it's gonna come like and there's no way you can just avoid it yeah but there's oftentimes you, you can negotiate that in so you can make an offer on a property and ask for up to a certain percentage of your purchase price that can go towards closing costs so in many cases you can have the seller pay for your closing costs yeah, that's, a, that. that's yes. a good thing when you're yeah. a brand new buyer mm-hmm. now one of the things that people sometimes think about is like oh I have to have like the perfect brand new home but there are other opportunities to buy real estate that couples may not be thinking about which could save them some money correct absolutely one of the big parts of our business is the foreclosure market now when many people think of the foreclosure market they always seem to think well this is gonna be a house that I'm gonna have to totally renovate we're gonna have lots of issues lots of problems that's not always the case in many cases in today's world Banks are actually going in and upgrading these homes to make them livable uh, so you can move right in. With those foreclosures, And there's also great opportunity for investors. If there's investors out there, you can build a portfolio with some rental homes. Mm-hmm. You can buy fix and flip homes like we talked about earlier with your reality shows. Well, there's a lot of that going on and we get a lot of that inventory. Going back to first-time home buyers, even if they do need a little work, there's many loans out there where you can actually upgrade these homes and, and have those costs associated with your loan. So you can do what they call a 203K loan, which is a rehab loan. With that, you can buy a house that needs total renovation. You can actually make the home of your dreams. You can, you can use the money that the bank provides you and do all the renovation yourself. Wow. I never knew that. I didn't know that either. Please do not do this the week of your wedding. I'm just, no. Just going to put that out there. And, and the bank will then give you the money uh, what they estimated it would cost to fix the, the house up. How do you, you, you get that? Yeah, you'll actually go through the home with one of their contractors, basically, and, and they'll look at every facet of the house and what you want to upgrade. They'll do the estimate for you. They'll typically uh, estimate more than what it is, and yeah. they'll give the, you the money in stages. So you, you can get a basically a brand new house from this. Hmm. You would do the work yourself or you got a contract? You have to have qualified contracts to do it. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So now if you're looking at buying, purchasing like a foreclosure house, does that typically mean that your sale time or that from the moment you make an offer till you actually have the keys, is that a shorter period of time or is that a longer period of time? Well, the banks themselves like to see it done as quickly as possible because time is money for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they do realize with this 203K process, this rehab loan, uh, the process does take a little bit longer, typically 45 to 60 days to do that type of loan. But in the end, you'll get exactly what you want. Okay, That's good to know. And then what other type of properties? Well, one of the big accounts we work with is HUD. Mike can go into a little bit more. There's some great incentives for first-time home buyers and actually people looking to upgrade. So we get all, all types of homes with, with HUD. Yeah, a lot of HUD homes, they're, all, they're eligible for the $100 down program. Most loans require you to put it 
certain percentage of a down payment. $100 down is just $100 down. Wow. As long as you are using an FHA mortgage, though. That is also open with an FHA 203K mortgage as well, $100 down. Mm-hmm. So you can build the cost of your renovations as well as the cost of the house in that loan. Okay, okay. so as these well. are FHA, so everybody understands. These are government loans. Correct, yeah. Okay. And HUD homes are government properties as well. Okay. Yep. And actually with the FHA process will actually be a little bit quicker because it would already have been appraised by FHA before it hits the market. Oh. Anyway, so you can so there's an extra step that you can just bypass. And how do you find these homes? There's on HUDHomestore.com and also a local real estate agent would be able to search these out for you. Just like you. You'd be able to tell us. <laughs> Mike is a HUD specialist and yes. they tell them a little bit about the closing cost credits that are off. Buyers can ask for a maximum of 3% of the purchase price towards closing costs for uh, HUD homes. And as for like the other benefits as well, HUD homes are usually open to owner occupants first. Mm-hmm. So which means that if... If anyone's an investor, you wouldn't know that these fix and flips house, the market is pretty fierce right now. Oh. With HUD homes, only owner occupants can bid on it within the first certain amount of time oh. that it comes on the market. So investors uh, cannot bid on it yet. Gotcha. So less that gives you a, Yep. So that's less competition. That gives a homeowner who will be living there for a minimum of one year to purchase the property at a pretty decent price now that you know the investors are out the picture right so it's great for an engaged couple or somebody that just just got married absolutely absolutely if you're not having to compete and having getting stuck in a bidding war or anything like that that's a huge help and these homes are available in almost all areas so it's not only cities they're they're in all the suburban towns um the inventory does change day to day we get new properties assigned to us almost on a daily basis so if it's not there today it could be there tomorrow every income level are going through foreclosures not just poor people we have homes right now that are thirty thousand dollars we have homes that are a million and a half dollars thousand dollars so it's all over the the gamut yep wow i mean that is a big price difference once again, it's what you can afford and what you're looking for. And the same thing goes for, you know, I know for us as like vendors, if sometimes we move or we relocate and things like that, those are like set. You do obviously work with people who are buying a second time home or they're buying a secondary home, upgrading all those things. You don't work just with brand new couples. We just want to make sure that's clear. That is correct. Our listings, especially the bank owned properties, we get properties, as I mentioned earlier, all over the all over the price gamut. So in every town, and and their moving condition to rehab, you, you can get everything and anything with with our inventory. That's good. Perfect. Okay. Well, once again, so where can people find you online? Uh, we are at PropertyWorksNewEngland.com. And then, Mike, I'll have uh, you share the social media side. Sure. It's PropertyWorksNewEngland on the our Facebook page, and it's PropertyWorksCT for Instagram. And I think one of the important things you guys said is that like the market changes daily. So if you didn't find something today or you're not sure, you know, having some working with a real estate agent is really going to help you know what comes onto the market. You guys obviously sometimes know if something's coming but isn't available just yet. Absolutely. With our foreclosures, when when we get notification that we're getting these foreclosures, they could be weeks or months before they actually hit the market. So, yes, we are well aware of properties coming on the market. That's why you have to work with professionals. Absolutely. They know all the little ins and outs. Yes. And those are the ins and outs that you're not going to necessarily just find online reading some piece of paper well thank you so much guys for coming out and joining us remember that you can download us for free off of itunes and google play and any parting words 
Yes, I do. Don't forget to get eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before you book them. Our special free report is available on our website, allthews.atmosphere-productions.com. Learn to shop like a pro from a pro. Sounds good. See you next week. Yeah, we will. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut.